where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you are doing well today. As we get approach the Christmas time, we are in the fourth weekend of Advent. And remember, 12 days of Christmas occur after Christmas, so don't be celebrating or singing that song. Today, we're going to talk about Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner. And I think it's a good testimony to how difficult it is to stay happy in a marriage if you are shitting on the beautiful Jennifer Gardner. So if you're not familiar with the story here, Ben Affleck was on Howard Stern and he was talking about his alcoholism and so forth. He's He's been open about this. And he had said that vis-a-vis his relationship with Jennifer Gardner that he was miserable in it and that he felt trapped and that if he was still in it, he'd probably still be hitting the bottle. Apparently, he's been sober for about a year now. And I have a couple of thoughts about this. Now, kudos to Affleck for being open about his alcoholism. And if you listen to the Howard Stern interview, he does what a lot of addicts do. And I talk about this a lot over in the Confessions of an Obese Child podcast. He blames his childhood, mainly his father. His father was an alcoholic and... You know, having traumatic childhood instills in you that hole, and then there's different ways that you feel it. So he he he'll say that he's accountable for his actions, but then lots of times he blames his his father, and like that is very common with addicts. He does say that what was the turning point of what he had to do to hit rock bottom was not losing his career money because he says it as a matter. Of course, that's a limousine liberal saying that because he's got money, but that it was affecting his relationship with his children. So he's been clean. Now, if I'm Jennifer Garner and I didn't hear this line, I would be furious. Now, maybe he's already told this to Jennifer Garner. Hey, if we were still married, I'd still be drinking the bottle. And look, they have a very close co-parenting relationship. She drove him to rehab a few years ago. So clearly she's one of those women who's like, yeah, I've been burned by you too many times, but you are the father of my children. And your mental health and your overall health is important to me because it's important to my children's well-being. I wish more exes were like that. But still, it's got to be hurtful when he publicly says that. It's one thing to privately say it, but of course he's promoting a book, so he needs to have, or he's promoting a new movie with George Clooney, another douchebag liberal, uh, directing it. So maybe he just needs the talking points. But a couple of things here. One, what does that say about marriage? If a dude who's married to Jennifer Garner felt miserable and trapped. Now we have previous episodes here how familiarity breeds contempt excessive expectations are the biggest destroyer of marriages why well-intentioned brides fall out of love with their husbands and clearly the honeymoon doesn't always stay the honeymoon so even ben affleck who's married to jennifer garner and look you can say what you want about garner she's beautiful she was beautiful and alias and based on what you can see in interviews and of course a lot of this could be charades but we kind of know angelina jolie from day one 
was a harpy whore. She's a horrible woman. I mean, anybody with a modicum of IQ could figure that out pretty quickly. But Jennifer Garner, maybe you could say Blake Lively. You know, there's some there's some of these actresses that you can kind of tell are, are probably probably pretty good people. And Garner's one of those girls. It's a good girl. A lot of guys would have married a girl like Garner because she's beautiful, but she's pretty and cute. She's not overtly sexy, but can be sexy. And she just seems to be a pretty good girl. So you're married. Now I get it. This is after he was with trashy, you know, J-Ho. But he marries this beautiful, good girl. They have kids together. And Jennifer Garner's not good enough for you? So, I mean, what does that say about the, the common Joe who's not married or he's married to somebody who looks nothing like Jennifer Garner? I mean, if if being married and rich, they don't have the stresses of of living paycheck to paycheck and paying a mortgage. I mean, they have all the money in the world. And yes, they have affluenza and first world problems and all this. But as a whole, they can't relate to what the common man's going through. But if you're a common Joe and you're married to your post-wall wife, who's not beautiful and typically, and is is critical and nagging and could be codependent, all these things, uh, you're like, man, if Ben Affleck can't be happy with Jennifer Garner, who's 48 or so and looks great still, but he had her at her peak, there's no hope for other men. I mean, really. No, so that's one thing. It's like, God, what does that tell you about marriage? But it tells you what, like, what, what the MGTOW movement has told you quite a bit about marriage. The juice ain't worth the squeeze. The, the Faustian pact. Yes, it's going to be great at the beginning, but a large majority of marriages end up not being happy. We know the divorce rate is pretty high for first marriages. 50% tends to be the generic number, but depending on your socioeconomic stratum, that number can vary. If The richer people tend to have a lower divorce rate for first marriages. But even if you say it's like 40% of first marriages end a divorce, let's just say. So the other 60%, how many of them are happy after, let's say, 15 years together? Maybe half. Let's say half. So that leaves, you have a 70% chance of that marriage not working out. You either feel like you're trapped in a marriage, running the clock out, like apparently Ben Affleck felt. He felt trapped. Trapped to the beautiful Jennifer Garner who seems sweet as sugar. So you either feel trapped or you get divorced or you divorce, she divorce, divorces you, which of course is the most common approach statistically, or you leave them. So what does that say? Marriage as a whole today is untenable. Not before the fall of Adam and Eve. I wouldn't even say maybe not before 1950. But with the advent of no-fault divorce, exacerbated by just excessive narcissism and solipsism, the decline of Christianity, the, the rampant perniciousness of the court system, and so much more, Getting married today is highly, highly perilous. Highly perilous. Now, if you were married to Jennifer Garner, I'm pretty confident that you'd still be married to her. So I think some of it is Affleck's demons. He is a narcissist. Let's face it. Every celebrity is a narcissist on one level or another. And look, if you've heard him talk, he is a bright guy. He's a leftist wacko. His father was a communist. And he's always supported leftist ideology and agenda and it's sad because he's very he's very bright when you hear him talk you can tell he's bright but he does have his demons and look to his credit he's open about it but don't tell me those demons didn't sabotage that marriage so we've talked about it before how like women are attracted to high smv kind of men with baggage but then they get burnt by that guy when that guy either can't commit or that baggage they can't fix or that baggage turns on them. We talked about this once with Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. See, 
a lot of guy, a lot of girls wanted to be with with Jamie Foxx as big. So Katie Holmes is with her with him for ten years, but then of course he's cheating on her all the time. Well, of course he is because he's a high sexual market value super celebrity that's going to get a lot of poontang. This is what drives me crazy when the overweight incels like I would never cheat on my wife, brother. You're never tempted to cheat on your wife. You'd never be tempted to cheat on your wife. So Garner. No doubt was attracted to his handsomeness. Don't, no doubt was attracted to his high SMVs, one of the most famous celebrities in the early uh, to mid-2000s. She should have known better. He's coming off a rebound relationship with Jennifer Lopez. She's the rebound. Garner's the rebound, but whatever. She's projecting what she thinks her future is going to be like with, with him. They met on the movie Electra. They fell in love on the set. That's another red flag. But... She probably thought she could fix his wounds, fix his addictions, his gambling addictions, fix his wounded childhood. And what did she learn? No, you can't. You're just marrying somebody with a lot of demons. So if you're just a regular dude and you're able to snag Jennifer Connor or Jennifer Garner, we'd probably still be married to Jennifer Garner. Because I guarantee you, it was Affleck who destroyed that marriage. I don't think it was Garner. Of course, I don't know these people. I could be wrong. But I think it was Affleck. So, Affleck, brother, I love to support men, but in this case, you're in the wrong. If you felt trapped in the marriage, I have a feeling it's more about your demons than it is about something Jennifer Garner did. Maybe she, you know, maybe she wasn't putting out as much. Maybe she was nagging you, you know, whatever it is. But, brother, it's you. And then, unkudos to you for airing this. You don't say that in public on Howard Stern. I felt trapped in a marriage. And look, he, he was on uh, Kimmel a couple days ago. And he's like, I don't understand the backlash on Twitter. It's like, dude, because you, you clearly don't know optics, man. You can think those things. But the, the, the woke cancel culture leftist feminists are going to attack you. And a lot of people are going to attack you in general because you just don't say those things. I felt trapped in the marriage. I'd still be drinking. How do you think she would feel? I mean, how would you feel if she was like, you know, I felt trapped in marriage. I was still cutting. I was self-mutilating. I was suicidal. If I was still married to Ben Affleck, you would not like that. But Affleck is a blowhard narcissist like a lot of celebrities are. And he was just shooting his mouth off, trying to come off all wise and Buddha and end up screwing him up. Either way, these are my takes. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. You can only do so if you have an Apple product. I would appreciate it. It helps with the algorithm. We are the most episoded and reviewed MGTOW channel out there. Red Pill, too. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal. Make a donation. Help defray the cost of hosting this on a server. And also there's a link for Naturopathic Earth, the website. You can check out all my articles. All podcasts are there and all my recipes. Lastly, please subscribe and follow all three feeds. The Confessions of an Obese Child, Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and of course, The Awakened Man. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.